When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Comedian Mike Epps performs live at MGM National Harbor near Washington, D.C. this Friday and Saturday. He joined me to discuss his most famous roles from Next Friday to How High, The Hangover to Girls Trip, The Upshaws to I'm a Virgo, and why his Roscoe Jenkins co-star Martin Lawrence is one of the most underrated comics of his generation. Hey, Mike Epps, hey, thanks so much for joining us on WT in Washington, D.C. What's up, WTOP in Washington, D.C.? <laughs> now, you are, most interviews, we don't talk to them as they're driving. So, A, be safe, and B, where are you, are you, like, heading down our way right now? Are you, like, on the Beltway or something? Look where I'm at right now, man. I'm in the Marina Del Rey in L.A. That looks beautiful. The weather looks beautiful out there. It's starting to feel a little fall around here, which I love, but that's a nice sunny weather out there. It is, it is, it is. Yeah, man. I can't wait to come to D.C., man. D.C. like a second home to me, man. I love D.C., man. I love the people. I love the fact that they understand comedy. And um, that's one of my spots. Oh, yeah. they're In fact, they're doing a festival called the Because They're Funny Festival in D.C. this weekend, right across town from where you are. And all, all the old OGs are going to be there, you know, Tony Woods and all those guys, um, Tommy Davidson. Everyone's going to be in town. It's going to be a big, funny weekend with your show. It's going to be great. Um, it was my OGs. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, whenever a comedian comes to town, like, it's so hard because I never want to spoil your actual punchlines. <laughs> but uh, when if they come to the National Harbor, MGM National Harbor, to see you, like, what sort of stuff do we go into? Like, there's a lot of political stuff. I don't know how much you get into that. The Speaker of the House just got ousted yesterday. And there's indictments against the former president, all this stuff. But I don't know. Do you go into any of that? Or is it more like observational about your life? Yeah, I'm more, I'm more, I'm more about the people, man. You know what I mean? I mean, it's only, it's only, it's only so much and so long you could talk about politics. So yeah, I lean more about people, about relationships, um, my own stuff, you know? That's probably smart because A, most people are probably tired of talking about it and B, you're going to alienate half the audience one way or another, no matter what joke you make. So, you know what I mean? It's probably smart. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, remind me, uh, remind me uh, whenever I have someone on, like, I want to hear sort of your your origin story. Like, uh, I know you were born in Indianapolis, Indiana in 1970. Like, who who were your goats growing up? Like, who who were the comedy legends you admired when you were a kid? Definitely Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's hard to not say that coming up in the era that I came up in. Yeah. Um, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, you know, uh, uh, uh I mean, it was a lot out back then, too. You know, back then, it was a lot of goats out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you were watching them right as they were peaking. 
well, what was it for you then? What was your what was your break? I, I guess you had had to move out of Indiana to, and, and you were in Brooklyn at the time. You you did uh, HBO's Def Comedy Jam. Would would you say that was the big big break for you? Um, it was the break. It was a break. It was a break. The big break was me and Ice Cube. That got me in show business. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, because Ice Cube, what, I guess he did Friday, the first Friday in 95, but then you came on for the rest of the franchise as Day Day Jones in the sequels uh, next Friday and Friday after next and and working with Ice Cube in that. But uh, yeah, memories of, of, you know, when you got cast in that, I'm sure you were a huge fan of that first one, you know, by Felicia and, and Debo and all that were like instant pop culture things you know like so were you a huge fan of that when that when you joined the cast oh yeah you know uh um how could you not be a fan of any of the friday movies man you know <laughs> um that was a movie that was a cult movie for us that uh um put a put a put a put a uh a, a, a bird's eye view on what how our life is in the hood and what we do you know and people fell in love with it so of course I was uh, trapped and wrapped up in that. Absolutely, a lot of fans will also remember you playing the pimp Baby Powder in How High with Redman and <laughs> Method Man. Hey, I love their music. I mean, Method Man's one of the most iconic, you know, gravelly voices ever. But yeah, I mean, what you know, memories of playing in in How High. That talking about cult classics. That's another one. How high, man, and definitely How High is Method Man and Redman definitely is. Um, part of the um, the culture you know what i mean yeah they're definitely part of the culture you know and like the friday movies this, these are these are culture pieces man that are just sitting there that you know it's gonna live on and live on and live on you know like people chong and you know yeah, they'll be watching uh they'll be watching those long after you and i are gone you know It'll, they'll just be around forever Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, and you, we mentioned DC Comics. Uh, Martin Lawrence has, you know, got his start around here, too. And you worked with him in uh, Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. What, what's he like sort of, you know... We all we all see how funny he is on screen, either in the you know Martin or the movies like Life and I love Blue Streak. But what what was Martin Lawrence like behind the scenes when you're you know as just a guy? I'll tell you, something. Martin Lawrence is when we say Eddie Murphy and we say Richard Pryor, that that's a younger age. That's that's when we was kids. Yeah. But when you say the '90s, man, Martin Lawrence 
man, Martin Lawrence is my hero, man, because yeah. he represented who we were. You know, Mar Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor and them, that really, really wasn't our time. We was just kids watching some grown men yeah. be great. But Martin Lawrence, oh, my God, man. He is a real goat, for real. He, he's <laughs> Martin Lawrence. Martin, man, Martin made so much great work that is crazy. And he's underrated, man. I, I agree. Know, some of the, yeah, man. Some of the work Martin did, man, is it blows out 90% of the stuff that they putting up on the shelf. You know what I mean? The man laid it down, man. The movies, like you said, Blue Street, nothing to lose. Yeah. Bad boys. Uh, 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 come on, man. He was killing them. Yeah, like life. Nobody did it like Martin Lawrence. Life. Man, bad boys. There's so many good ones. There's so many good ones. Nobody did it like Martin Lawrence. No. I, and I'm glad to hear you say that. He is underrated, you know, because, you know, he, Martin and Fresh Prince were on the air around the same time. And Will takes off. Obviously, he's doing great and everything. But the other bad boys guy was just as good. And he's sort of underrated comparatively. I don't know why. Man, Martin Lawrence was Martin Lawrence was the culture, man. He is the culture. Martin Lawrence did something to the game that nobody did to yeah. the comedy game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that was hard to do because Eddie Murphy, he basically put the padlock on it. Yeah, he, he, and he so did good. it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Martin Lawrence came along and created a whole nother lock with a key and <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I love that. A pad yeah, he made a new his new key. <laughs> he made a whole new padlock, bro. He didn't even mess with the Eddie Murphy padlock. He was like, That's bam. Awesome. Well, you yourself, you know, we're, we're, I know I like we're, we're doting on Martin deservedly, but, you know, you have had your own padlocks, your own combinations uh, in the comedy game as well. Um, tell me about uh, I mean, we mentioned, you know, you know, uh, Friday and how high and all that Roscoe Jenkins. But tell me about uh, the Hangover franchise, Black Doug, and also sort of the, the female version of that girl's trip. You were in that, too. I, I don't know why I always kind of think of those, you know, going off to a wedding or, you know, like, a, you know what I'm saying? Bachelor party, bachelorette, kind of a, a kind of a vibe. And you were a part in two of them, Girl's Trip and Hangover. Any memories of, of sort of those movies? You know, man, it's funny that you said that because um, I always felt like I was a, you know, a Robert Ory or a Dennis Rodman type of player. You know, I never really <laughs> felt like I was the real player on the team, but right, I, I would always come in for big shots and stuff like that. So, you know what I mean? That's a cool position, man. I, I, I appreciate it. You know what I mean? I like that. Yeah. You know, you got Bradley Cooper is Michael Jordan in The Hangover or whatever. Or Girls Trip. You know, you got the four leading yeah. ladies as, you know, yeah. Pippen and, but you're Rodman. You come in and get the rebounds. Every time. <laughs> How about it's Halloween season now. It's October. How about, you know, the Resident Evil movies? Uh, I guess you did Meet the Blacks, too. Sort of a horror comedy. But uh, how is it? Was it fun to, you know, getting to show sort of the. What do you say? The the eerie Halloween side of yourself. <laughs> well, you know, everybody likes a little spooky in them. You know? <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm I'm a man of many, many colors and faces, man. I put on a lot of different hats at different times. Absolutely. And we'd be here all day you know? if we talked about all of them. I mean, you know, Dolomite, you know, uh you played yeah. Richard you played Richard Pryor a couple times, Nina Simone and and uh the winning yeah. time and winning time, which just got canceled, yeah. which sucks. But anyway, it was, a lot of people love it. Um, 
But yeah, uh, let's talk about some of your more recent stuff because literally we would be here all day, but I want to hit the recent stuff real fast. Um, how much of a joy has it been doing the Upshaws with, you know, Wanda Sykes? Another, I feel like we keep coming back to this, another DC alum, Wanda Sykes. But tell me about the Upshaws. Uh, memories of it real fast. I mean, you know, of course, the Upshaws is uh, is one of them shows that, that, you know, it was one of them shows that started off from an idea, turned into a script turn into some success you know now everybody seems to like it but it's very very modern up-to-date a lot of people you know can relate to it you know we're speaking about some real facts some some uh present facts so touching on a lot of stuff yeah speaking of present facts i'm a virgo the boots riley thing i just reviewed that a couple months ago on prime boots right hey boots riley sorry to bother you i mean he's a wild filmmaker man but I'm a Virgo. I wanted to compliment you in that show because, I mean, yeah, Jarrell Jerome is the main character, but you too. And that deals, some of those monologues about capitalism and social commentary, like that's, it's funny, but it's, that show was deep. I mean, you agree? It was real. It was the real deal. But I'll be in D.C. this weekend, man. You parked. I think <laughs> we got you on the road. We got, well, everyone, check out your comedy show at MGM National Harbor. It's going to be this Friday and Saturday, so everybody get your, get your tickets. Hey, thanks for yeah. taking time in the car for some comedians in cars getting coffee. <laughs> Peace. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. 